11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players, both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Our special guest today is Edward Anwako. All right, so Edward, how's it going? Appreciate you coming on. Thank you, man. It's going, it's going good. Life is good, so I can't complain. Yeah, so I know um, you weren't a, a soccer pro, but you did play soccer growing up. So tell me your first memory of playing soccer. Okay, my first memory. Um, I started playing soccer when I was seven, and funny story so like i was i was living in nigeria so what happens was the power would go out so you just kind of have to find something to do so i think i was kind of forced to do that because that's just my brothers were doing so that's literally how i started playing so you know power go out like dang there's nothing to do so we just go outside and play and that's how that's my first memory gotcha and then um tell me about like you moving over to the u.s and then maybe just like like what was it how was soccer different like from nigeria to here um i think there was just more organization um when i first played in the u.s like it was just i don't really i don't really know if i could say too many differences because you know i was young and at that level kind of everything's the same but um, when i came to u.s it was just more just more organized and then i got to play for like my schools and my after school program I just, I just always loved it because it was fun to me, and I was very athletic growing up. Yeah, for sure. And then um, I know you played high school soccer. So, what? Tell me a little bit about your career there. So, yeah, um, I played my first, my freshman year. I was in California at the time, so I played there. Um, the The program it was, for lack of better words, it was kind of rough. Um, we're in every way possible from like the the coaches to the fields just being underfunded and just just everything was kind of rough um when i moved to texas it was a little bit better actually a, a lot a lot better um so yeah i think but i think um high school high the high school soccer experience it definitely could have been better um i think i personally had a rough experience but you know that doesn't apply to everyone i would just say my experience was rough which kind of you know kind of contributed to um, you know what happened after and like me you know the me deciding to play college and not, me or i guess me not trying to play college and all the other stuff mm-hmm. yeah for sure what what position did you play so when i when i was really young i was a striker um i was <laughs> a lot of pace um as i got older i started playing um right back left back and then I, I'm currently six five. So when I hit my growth spurt, and once I hit six foot, it was kind of, it was kind of the end for me. For coaches to see me in any other position other than a center back, 
Um, so yeah, actually, I, I did. I was I was a goalie at some point in middle school, and I was actually really good. But it was just, with all due respect, it was just boring for me, and I just felt like <laughs> I just felt like outfield was just more <laughs> fun. So yeah, so so currently I'm a center back, and I guess the la- the latter half of my career I've been a center back. Gotcha. So I'm sure you get this question a lot. Since you're six yeah. five, I didn't know that. Did you ever play? Ba- <laughs> did you ever play basketball? Everyone asks that. People, I think, <laughs> upon first meeting me, people always think I played basketball. And you know, I, I have the basketball build. Like if you met me in person, you understand what I mean by that. Um, so I could dunk and everything, and I hoop for fun. But I always loved soccer. Way like it was just like soccer, just like my first love. So I don't think that would ever change. Dang, that's dope. You could dunk. Yeah, what does it feel like to dunk? <laughs> Uh, it feels great. Um, you just you just get up there and now nah, it's whenever I watch the replay of me dunking, I'm like, dang, I don't even realize I could shoot that high. But yeah, it's um, yeah. it's fun, definitely. Yeah, dope. Um, so yeah, going into you went to the University of Houston um, and you played club soccer there. So what was your experience there, and then and what did you study at there? Um, so I studied economics with a minor in business, and I would say my club experience at the University of Houston was probably one of the best soccer experiences I've had in my life because I felt like that was the first time I was like, because I, I had a rough experience in high school, but in club, um, when I tried out and there were like hundreds of people trying out too, and I made the team, it made me realize like, dang, maybe I'm actually good at this, you know, like, because I think as a player, confidence is one of the most important things to have. So I think um, that gave me the confidence and just being part of the team and just progressing and um, the coach believing in me, you know, we had a great coach. He actually um, coaches, I think, in the USL system now, or the USL one or two, one of the development leagues. Anyway, um, we had a great coach um, in believing in me. So that that whole experience was just, it was just amazing. And it made me, it made me realize how much I love soccer. And that's why I think I'm, I'm a late bloomer. That's when I started to like, be, like, you know, truly um, play, truly believe and just play and just, enjoy it yeah yeah for sure and i know you mentioned to me before um you were you were going to try to play um at your at the school you're attending for your masters but you couldn't because of covid but um but like are you still you still play just like recreationally yeah i play um i think last i played epsl and i just played just in the 77 leagues um and yeah and um what happened with that one was i think i mentioned before where i was um I had all my paperwork done and everything, and um, I talked to the coach, and he was like, yeah, everything's good. I was going to try and play for them, um, walk onto the team, basically, and then COVID happened, and then after that, I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to do it anymore, because a lot of things changed with COVID, so, yeah. so Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so now I guess I just play. um, um, I think I'm going to try and challenge myself to play at an even higher level, but, um, yeah, I just um, play, stay in shape, and play in competitive leagues. Yeah, for sure. Are you ready for some of these Quincy questions? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. What what advice would you give to to a younger player? A younger player, um, I think I think you just have to first of all know if it's what you really want, because a lot of people say they want it, but you know, there's a lot of things that come with it. So, yeah, first of all, know if you if it's what you really want, and the way to know that is to ask yourself why you want it. If you want just glamour or fame, then that's not it. Because if, if it's not there, then, you know, are you going to give up? So first of all, I know if you want it, find out your motives behind wanting 
um, wanting to to play. And you know what I mean by no, if you want to like, if you just want to play college, if you just want to play in your high school team, or if you want to go pro, like there's there's a huge difference between all these and what it takes to reach to you know perform at each of these levels. You get what I'm saying? Um, yeah, no, no, yeah. So know know where you want to be, and then from there, um, pursue it all the way, and on seek guidance. I think that's that's the biggest. That's probably the biggest thing. I lacked, like, I had no idea what it took to be a pro player, a college player. I was just going off what I thought, but what I thought was completely wrong because I had no one around me that, you know, played college, so I can really know. So, yeah, um, see guidance, see to talk to people that play college or talk to people that play pro, and I think that's the importance of the perfect soccer brand. That's why I'm passionate about that. Yeah, for sure. Um these next two could be soccer related or life related. Yeah. What is what is something that most people think is true that you believe isn't? Um. Okay. I, I I'll just say one thing that pops in my head. I think people could be pessimistic. People people could be like, "Hey, the real world sucks, or this sucks, or that sucks," but. I don't believe that. I believe that life is beautiful and there's just so much to be happy about if we focus on the right things. So um, I think a lot of people from their situation have put them in a pessimistic mindset, but I'm the opposite of that. I don't think, I don't believe anything can really phase me and I just stay positive and believe in myself and believe in my goals. Yeah, for sure. What is something you'd move forward with if you weren't scared of things didn't go well? Uh, probably moving, like <laughs> really moving to Europe or something like that. So I would definitely, and that's and that's definitely right. on the cards. So we'll see. All right, I like that. How do you prepare for when you're unprepared? How do you? <laughs> that's such a funny question. <laughs> that question is so backwards. It's a. It's a it... <laughs> That's why that's why it's a Quincy question. Oh my god, how do you prepare for when you're unprepared? Um I think you prepare for when you're unprepared by being able to adapt. <laughs> you just have to be adaptable in 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 your mind and in just your routine. Like if you're if you plan or you if you plan to go right the whole time and then it turns out you have to go left, you have to you have to be like, Okay, if if my goal is gonna be on that side then I'm gonna go left. You just, you just have to be adaptable. I think that's that's the best answer to that question. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you know, but uh, one of Quincy's sayings is "adapt or die." Yeah, I think that's true. I guess that's the world. Everything is changing constantly. Yeah, yeah, especially. I mean, yeah, especially these past two years with COVID and everything, everyone had to adapt. Exactly. Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players. Well, how would you like to work with professional players one-on-one? Now you can with B-Pro by Perfect Soccer. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. All right, so let's get into, I know you're on the Perfect Soccer team. Obviously, I am too. Um, So tell me a little bit about your role or what your role title is about your role and how you got, how did you get involved? Um... So I got involved through Ella, who was a friend from college who we went to um, uni together. Um, and the moment she told me about when she started working for Perfect Soccer, I was just like, oh, like, 
I was so excited by it, just like finding out about the band. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, I wish I worked there. And she was like, you should. And then I was like, nah, like, I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to see how it goes. And then one day I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, yo, I just, this is like something I've always wanted to do. So, um, yeah, I just, I was like, I'm going to reach out and see if I could become part of the team. And in my current role, my official title is business analyst slash project manager. But I think I think the best description of my role is to oversee all things and just make sure everything goes smoothly um, with my business background and just with my understanding of soccer from both a player's perspective and a business or economical perspective. I think um, I think I add a lot to the team and there's a lot of things that we can do in the future. And I think also we have a great team. Um, and I don't, I don't say that lightly. I think there's a lot of good parts and I think there's a lot of good people on the team and just everyone contributes in a different way. So I'm really excited. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I've been, uh, I think this is the third year. So it's kind of crazy. I think I'm like one of the oldest people now because a lot of people, um, left and stuff, but, uh, yeah, it's been dope to just work with everybody. And yeah, like you said, like everyone's, uh, everyone does a little bit, everyone I feel like does a little bit of everything. And, uh, and I think that's dope. Like once again, with the going adapting, we, I think we all adapt to different things and we get the job done and it's good work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just going into that too, uh, you got, you got dubbed, I think like the first or second meeting, I think you came on Quincy 2.0 cause you're, <laughs> on your on your zoom on your zoom it said quincy america on so uh how did you feel about that one it's pretty i think it's pretty funny i think it's funny but i think it's also a good thing because like, it's really funny because i i had to log into the zoom like i was quincy and then i logged in and it said my name was quincy america and i was like okay and then everyone i think quincy called me quincy 2.0 first of all and um now but i'm oh, sorry what are you saying no, no, I was just saying, yeah. Yeah, he did. So then, um, but I think it's a good thing because it shows, um, I think, um, it shows how fast I was able to um, fit into the team and just to be called that. So I think, I think it's funny, but it's also like a compliment. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. All right. And then I know the coaches convention is coming up. I believe it's January 19th to the, to the 23rd. What are you looking forward to uh, there? And then, like, what do you guys look to accomplish? Um, I was actually literally just looking at the schedule of people presenting, and um, I'm looking forward to a lot because there are a lot of um, presentations, and some of them are just interesting. Like, one of them was just, like, a, um, transition play, incorporating that into any formation. I think, you know, someone that someone that loves soccer as much as me, like, I'm a soccer nerd, so like, I'm just like, oh, that's that's so cool. I think the average person will be like, wait, what? But to me, I'm like, that's so cool. Um, I'm also looking forward to the presentations on data because I have a um, data background. And yeah, I'm also looking forward to networking because I think there's a lot of people there. There's presentations by the um, by Everton. There's presentations from, you know, big coaches in there, you know, here locally. So I think there's just a lot to look forward to um, networking, just being in that space. And what we're looking to accomplish as a team is just to get, you know, get this perfect soccer brand out there because I believe that perfect soccer can be beneficial to not just players but coaches as well. Um, I think the mentality and just everything we advocate for in 
learning what it's like from pros. I mean, who else could you learn from? So I think, um, I think I kind of lost track of the question here, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that kind of sums it up. I think we're just trying to get the, um, get people to know the brand and see how it's beneficial to everyone. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I remember they went in 2020, we figured that one out cause it was before the pandemic. And I remember they had a lot of dope content and, um, Quincy and Earl Edwards Jr. Uh, they gave out like a lot of t-shirts and everything. So people were going crazy. So that was cool. And then, uh, yeah, I think it was a it was a dope experience for them, and then yeah, did a lot of networking. I wasn't there personally, but I just seeing all the videos and then like seeing everything come together. So it was cool. So excited to see what happens this year. On the count of obviously last year there, or I guess yeah, last year there was one twenty twenty one, and uh, yeah, I think some something like in general like anytime you go to something like you're always gonna network with new people. So yeah, that's that's always good. Yeah. Um, all right, you ready for some fun questions? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, what's your what's your favorite soccer team? Chelsea. I'm a, <laughs> always been a Chelsea fan. That's, that's my favorite team. All right, so what is your favorite MLS team? Favorite? I have that's so hard to say because I have, I have a bunch. Um, let me see. I think I think I was when I first moved to um, the US. I moved. Um, we we're living in Carson, and at the time, the LA Galaxy stadium was like ten minutes away. So LA Galaxy Galaxy is always in my heart. I like. Houston, bro, I'm I'm gonna see a bunch. So LA Galaxy, Houston Dynamo, um, Atlanta um, United. I love what they do, and their team is unique with the um, percentage of black fans they have. I think that's really um, extraordinary. Um, Inter Miami, they're not a winning team yet, but I love their infrastructure. And like I can see that they want to be big, and I just love that about a team. Um, who else haven't I said? Yeah. Um, I think I think I'm gonna leave that. That how many did I say four? <laughs> yeah, I like that. That yeah, that was yeah. four. I like that. Yeah. Well, two where you lived, and then two, two uh, you just like the team, yeah. so that's cool. Uh, yeah, I actually like. I mean, I'm like a, I'm into like jerseys and stuff, so I actually like the uh, the Miami one. Yeah, I love their logo. They're like you could just tell they're gonna be one of those cool teams. And if okay, if yeah, real quick, yeah, yeah. if I was gonna say a team I dislike, LAFC, because I hate I hate <laughs> when there's like, it's like, with all due respect, it's like there's just one LA team and you can't just come and like try and be a copy but i just had to say that (laughs) yeah for sure um yeah i mean and and david beckham is part owner of the miami team so i i feel like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a huge team i love i love them yeah 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 for sure um what about if you had a chance to do a jersey exchange who would you do it with Hmm. i already know who's coming to mind because well does that have to be a current player wait Wait, are we talking MLS world or in like current in both? Like, what's the criteria? <laughs> let's do, let's do, let's do, let's do all time one MLS player or one uh, overseas player. Okay, I think the MLS one is easy because I saw this player in person, and I think he, he was like the face of the team. Like every time he got the ball, everyone was just excited. And he played for the Houston Dynamo. He doesn't play there anymore, but his name is Albert Elise. Um, I think he's he's dope. Like every time he got the ball, like the whole crowd was on their feet. Like that's just amazing. Um, and then all time, how can I say all time? I don't know. All time, I would say John Mikel Obi. He played um, for Chelsea. He won Champions League with Chelsea. He won he won everything with Chelsea, and he was the captain of Nigeria national team. So 
he's a special player in my heart. He's a great person off the field too. So um, that would be mine. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, last one. What is something people don't know about you? What is something people don't know about me? I mean, off the top, the first thing I would say is that I'm tall. I feel like I feel like when I'm on Zoom meetings, people think I'm like their height, but whenever they see me in person, they're like, they just don't expect, <laughs> they don't expect me to like yeah. stand over them like that. But that's that's <laughs> that always happens. Like that always happens. So yeah, that would be my answer. I like that. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and um, could you let the listeners know where to follow you on social media? Yes, sir. Um, um, I think all my um, Instagram and Twitter, it's Edward and my last name, just A-N-Y-A-K-W-O. So Edward Anyako on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can also follow me on um, LinkedIn, because why not? Um, so that one is Edward Nanso Anyako. So will that be in the description or? There you go. Yep. It'll be in the description. Okay. Okay, perfect. Trying to get trying to get the business connects yeah, up. Yeah, I, I gotta get everything <laughs> all fronts. <laughs> Quincy Marquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening, and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today.